Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Discovering Masculinity podcast. I am your host, John Waltz, recording in the now dark Franklin, Tennessee, just south of the Music City. Uh, Yes, it is a very, um, it's that time of year. Uh, We just had our our fallback for uh, daylight uh, savings or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and so now we are going to have uh, darkness earlier in the day. Uh, at the time of this recording, it is uh, about 10 till 5 central time, and uh, it's pretty much it's pretty much dark outside, um, which is, you know, if, if you're, if you know me, I, I like to do things outside and, and uh, I'm pretty active when it comes to being on the golf course. And so, you know, having a, a full work day of sunshine and and uh, good weather, uh, only to get to the end of said work day and everything to be dark. It's kind of it's kind of frustrating. So I'm going to try and figure out a way to adjust my schedule a little bit so I can still get uh, get some of that high quality um, uh, vitamin D uh, for my skin through uh, through sunshine and and such. But uh, you know, I I haven't done an episode here in a few weeks, and that's uh, that's not something that I want to uh, to have it that I want to continue. Um, so I just figured I I hadn't done a solo episode in a while, uh, and this is um, episode number ten of uh, of me being back behind the microphone of the quote unquote rebirth season, and. Yeah, there, there are a couple things on my mind that uh, I want to talk about. It's probably going to be a shorter episode, kind of a, uh, a mini-sode, if you will. Uh, so I guess I'll, I'll go ahead and kind of get into a couple of things here. W- one big thing is that um, I'm sure you've probably seen the clips go viral of um, Jordan Peterson. This is from a few years ago. Uh, I can't remember what exactly year it was, but he was on a panel, I believe it was on either a British or Australian uh, television show, and he was talking about, you know, the, the people were talking about an oppressive patriarchy, and that's one of the, I guess, the, the left's big talking points and, and quote-unquote whining points, especially about men, is that there's a patriarchy there and that there's male, there's all this male privilege and, you know, that there's you know there should be equal equal numbers of of men and women in in certain positions and and you know things things like that and he goes into he's talking about he has this particular conversation with uh, a woman on the panel and to my recollection it kind of goes to the effect of you know he's like do you want to you say you want to equalize everything well is should we equalize bricklaying? Should we equalize some of these more difficult physical trade jobs? I mean, do you want to equalize all that? And she kind of rolls her eyes and she's like, okay, is that, well, is that representative democracy? Is that policy making? And he said, well, no, it's, it, it, and the, the gist of it is, and I actually posted this uh, on my 
social media here today. It was just, I'm gonna, I'd like to start a, a new weekly um, posting about three things you need to know going into the week. And, you know, one of the, equality sounds all, all well and good, especially from the position of, of some of these modern-day feminists and people who think, oh, yeah, we should be equalized in, in, all, in, in every single aspect of, of uh, you know, 50-50 right down the middle. And the fact of the matter, that isn't true. Because when you bring up these examples of being in the trades or doing construction or doing bricklaying or doing something that's, uh, or working in the oil fields, um, th- things like that, you bring that up to these people who want who want equality and everything, and they just kind of slink back and they're like, "Oh well, no, they just want equality in they just want equality in the power and in power." And that's where one of my first three points that that you need to know this week is that this modern feminism, this modern equality movement, it's not really about equality; it's about power. People want people on specifically on the left I, I think this is a leftist position they want the power and the decision making and the 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 benefits of all they're therein without the consequences of that without without that they want to be able to tell what you know the 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 blue collar worker should should can't do how they can spend their money what they can and can't say on social media and without having it spend any time with them they really don't care about these jobs that affect manufacturing and, and infrastructure they really they really honestly don't care about that they they just want they just want the power at the the upper levels of government so they can dictate their insane policies and they, if they really cared about equality, they would, you know, they 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 would fight for more women in in these particular types of positions in 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 frontline manufacturing in you know in infrastructure construction uh, landscaping you know they would they would particular they would you know particularly try and fight for equalization in that and. They don't. They just, um, and even in STEM fields too. I mean, it, it, it's 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 an interesting thing that one of their their big talking points is: oh, we need equality in STEM fields. We need we need equality in this and that. Like they're somehow systematically being held back. And the reality is, no. Is like if you can if you can pass the the preliminary examinations and you want to get into a specialized STEM field, you can do that. I mean, there's, but the reality is, is that these fields and positions and jobs that are in these fields take up so much of your time and demand so much of, of, of your, your, your bandwidth that, you know, men are on average are more willing to do that. And, I, I can tell you that there's there's plenty of, of capable women out there who are engineers. There's plenty of capable women out there who are who are in the science, technologies, and, and mathematics. But um, by and large, there's also many many women who just they they don't find those fields appealing. So that's and Scandinavian countries who actually you know leave 
men and women up to their own own vices as far as you know having to equal access to these types of programs is the men and women typically sort themselves out on their own like they'll they'll go into the more nurturing and humanitarian roles and and that's another thing if you talk to if you talk to a feminist these days about you know do you want to equalize the humanities in college spaces and because it's overwhelm humanities studies like psychology and, and things like that they're overwhelmingly female and do, do they want that equalized do they want that to be 50 50 well not really where they've got that stronghold i can tell you that, that they don't really care about that uh about men having those opportunities so i think that's just one thing that's that's been kind of that that's been on my mind here a little bit and I even, I, I even, I, I go back to these jobs that involve construction and infrastructure, and you know, clean up, like the things that make our economy move. Frontline manufacturing; these are are more physically demanding jobs and more, you know, long longer days and mentally taxing jobs and bandwidth and if those jobs were equalized i can i can say with certainty that our our infrastructure and economy would come to a grinding halt because women god love them they are not physically capable of they don't have the the strength and endurance that 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 men have to do these jobs and by and large men and women don't don't have that uh, and it's because they're different and you know what someone who's taking care of my roadways someone who is uh someone who's building you know if i'm on a deadline someone who's building you know building a piece of commercial property for me someone who is even even a firefighter like a front someone who's on the front line as a firefighter i want someone who's got the strength and endurance and skill and mental bandwidth to be able to do that for a long period of time and on average by and large that that's men so that's um and we we need you know the the phrase from a few good men is that you want me on that wall you need me on that wall like you you want masculine men out there working these jobs we need masculine men out there working these jobs we need masculine men out there being uh first responders and 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 people who are who are rescuing people on the front line i i i do not want if me or a loved one is trapped inside of a burning building i do not want i i don't want someone who's I don't want someone who's frail. I don't want someone who's, you know, I, I want I want a big, strong, burly man to come in and, and pull me out and, and, and rescue me, to, to go in there and, and rescue my loved one and, and get them out of harm's way. And, you know, I, I said it in my, I did a mini episode a couple of years ago about Harry Styles and about how he was posing in GQ and in dresses. And, like, I... I don't want a guy that's built like Harry Styles to to rescue me or to pull me out of a pull me out of a car a car crash or pull me out of a burning building. So that's that's kind of where I where I stand on that is that we need you know we we need men we don't need that equalization in 
in those fields. We need we need strong and capable men, and uh, unfortunately, those are becoming fewer and far between to uh, um, you know to, to find. Now, there are many many positions that are very well suited for feminine touch, like nursing. Um, I think psychology and, and therapy. I, I've mentioned before on my, on my program that I've been. I've been in and out of therapy, you know, a couple times during my life. It's something that I've that I've needed, and the uh, the, the the couple therapists that I've had in my life that that I've gained and grown the most with and um, talked with the most about uh, is and have been very very helpful and useful. To, they've both been been women who have that uh, a little bit of a a softer. Uh, edge to them and and can really help me be vulnerable and open up and there's a context and a time and a place for that you know uh, uh, someone who's a nurse has a great bedside manner is very caring that's a phenomenal more often than not it's women in those positions and that's perfectly fine perfectly fine with me and you know I, i think what we're doing with this boss babe culture is is that we're you know, and I'm not the first person to say this, but we're encouraging women to be really shitty versions of men, and vice versa. We're encouraging men to be really shitty versions of women, and we're not we're not getting anywhere with it. And then you get people like Dylan Mulvaney on on TikTok and being a caricature of a woman, but is still somehow celebrated by the mainstream, and gets to talk to the president of the United States, and um, it, it's just you know we're we're living in a shit show in a and bizarro world here, but you know I'm, I'm kind of rambling and going, going on and off here, uh, a little bit. But I, I, those those are a couple of things that have that have been on my mind here lately. And and one of the things that I've learned in my in my rebirth season here is that you know there there is a need there's a need for for brotherhood. There's a need for you to surround yourself with uh, high quality men who have strong masculine energy and. And I, I for one, am glad that there are online groups to, to help with that now. And with the advent of technology, that's one of the good things that, that we're seeing. And we're starting to see a shift in uh, online back towards traditional values because we've seen what some of these progressive values have gotten us, and it's gotten us into a whole shit ton of trouble. Um, so anyway, um, I'm going to take a, a real quick break here. Um, we actually, we're going to learn about uh, a, uh, a program that I am a brand ambassador for here. So I'm really excited to, uh, uh, to work that in. But uh, uh, hang in there. This is the 10th uh, uh, episode of the Discovering Masculinity podcast rebirth season. Just, just me going solo and rambling this time. So we'll, uh, uh, we'll be right back. One thing I want to talk to you about here while we are on the break is how much I really have come to enjoy and uh, have uh, adopted into my lifestyle is that of uh, working out and staying active. And thus, you're going to need good apparel and you're going to need good equipment to do that. So I want to talk to you about a company that I'm partnering with that I am a brand ambassador for, and that is Three Nails Clothing. Now, Three Nails Clothing uh, is a uh, Christian apparel company that uh, deals in high-quality materials for active wear. And uh, part of their pro 
proceeds and profits are donated to uh, Agape International Missions, which uh, helps fight sex trafficking around the world. Now, how does this uh, work for you to help, and how does this help me? Well, you can go to 3nailsclothing.com and use promo code DISCOVERING on checkout, and that will save you 10% on your order. So just think about it. Uh, You've got some people in your life who are active. Uh, You've got some people in your life who uh, like to work out or support a great cause. It's a great way to save some some money. It's a great way to support their cause and their calling. And heck, you know, we've got New Year's coming up. Uh, You might want to adopt a New Year's resolution of working out more. And so this is a great way uh, to uh, to get uh, some great active wear uh, and support a great mission for that. Now, also Christmas coming up, great gift giving opportunity as well. So go to Three Nails Clothing. That's uh, all spelled out: T H R E E N A I L S Clothing.com. Use promo code Discovering on checkout to save ten percent off of your order. That's Three Nails Clothing.com, and use promo code Discovering. Welcome back. This is the Discovering Masculinity podcast, Rebirth episode number 10. Um, again, probably just going to be doing a shorter uh, episode here, so I hope uh, I hope you do get some value out of it. I did kind of ramble there uh, at the uh, in the first segment, and one thing I, I, I do want to talk about, um, being that this is the 10th uh, Rebirth episode, I'm I'm kind of I kind of want to talk about a little a little bit about what I've learned over the last uh, last few months as I've uh, you know recorded episodes with new guests and uh, really gotten down into some uh, some deep topics and and that's um, that's this is that a man should always be looking to grow a man should always be finding uh, the term that I've, I've used or, or that I've heard and, and have used it myself is, is finding your edge, finding that way to, uh, uh, to grow. And this podcast has been one of those challenges for me where I've tried to find that edge and try to try to grow this, uh, this show and this platform um, between, you know, from actually finding, you know, great brands to, uh, to partner with like three nails clothing. I'm really excited to, uh, uh, to, to work with them. Um, and even working with, uh, you know, people who've I've found through, uh, men's online men's groups, uh, to, to, uh, talk a little more on, uh, masculinity and, and current events and even getting a few, uh, more women on the show to talk about their perspective. I, I feel like a man should always be, there's a, a phrase out there that uh, uh, I've I've learned is that if you're not growing, you're dying, and I think that's there's the concept of of muscular atrophy, and I feel like there's there's uh, spiritual atrophy. There's also um, not just that intellectual atrophy. So if you're not always, you know, the, the Bible says it too to always be uh, renewing your mind. Uh, you know, if you're not always renewing yourself, if you're not 
always trying to find that edge, if you're not always trying to find growth in, in areas where you know you can grow, you're going to uh, to atrophy and you're not going to be you're not going to be as effective for your family. You're not going to be as effective for for yourself as far as being that that provider and being that strong uh, influence of who you are. And, and eventually, you know, you'll start doing some of the opposite things of the things that you you say you believe because they'll be matters of convenience. Uh, I've run into that, and I've I've really you know I've I've run into that, and I have. Um, I had to, to face that a few times. There there are a few things that I am, you know, I'm, I'm not proud of to say that I've that I've um, done and have gone against my beliefs, and that's because I've wasn't uh, wasn't trying wasn't growing in those areas. Um, and you know, I I um, I'm not going to go into those, but there's areas of integrity uh, that have been that I'm trying to address that I'm trying to get taken, taken care of. And, and one of those, you know, a a lot of that, uh, is things that, yeah, I can lean into spaces and parts of my life where it feels good and where it feels easy, but then there's other parts of my life where it doesn't feel good and it does, and it's not easy. And those are really the parts that you need to lean into. And I'm, I'm relearning that on almost a daily basis. Um, there have been some challenges over these last couple months um, as far as, you know, where, where I've been in and out of integrity and in and out of, uh, um, you know, dissonance and, and, and integrity. And, and I've talked with a few people about those, you know, those areas of my life. And I'm, it's always something that it's always something that you, you have to be vigilant on. It's not, Integrity is not something that all of a sudden, boom, you're there. It's something that's it's made day over day, decision over decision, and it bleeds into uh, every aspect of your life. Um, you know, di- um, you got to be disciplined in, in those areas so that integrity comes a little bit easier to you. Uh, Jocko Wilnick, you know, one of the uh, uh, speakers that I look up to, he says discipline equals freedom, and I truly believe that, and I, I truly think that it's, it's in every area of your life, whether it comes to spiritual, intellectual, financial, physical. I mean, it's there's a lot to uh, to unpack there about how discipline affects your life. There. Um, what else? I I, I really. I'm trying to break free of a certain type of image that I want myself to have and have a, have a truer image of who I want to be. And that's, uh, something that I've worked on and continue to work on. Uh, and that's part of the reason that I'm, I'm partnering with three nails clothing actually is, is that, uh, that I wanted to become one of their brand ambassadors because I wear, uh, primarily a, a major brand, uh, when it comes to active wear and when it comes to, you know, working out and, and even playing golf. And I kind of, you know, I, I get teased a little bit about it and I tease myself about it, uh, also. And, and it's just, so getting, getting with this company, getting with three nails and, and working with them and, and, you know, eventually having a, a, a wardrobe that has a missional purpose, I think is, is a great way for me to kind of explore that integrity and, um, you know, I, I am, I, I am out of integrity in, in a lot, in, in a few areas in my life. And I'm, again, I'm, I'm working hard on those to, uh, 
you know, to, to get back into integrity. So I, I think that's something that I've learned. You know, a man who's truly growing is, is constantly making the right decisions in that in the areas of integrity. And when he falls short, gives himself grace to get back, get back into integrity. A man who's always growing is, has people around him who are, are challenging, you know, who, what, what he's thinking and, and isn't letting him take the easy path. Uh, a man who is growing is exercising discipline in all areas of his life and can become that stable, uh, that stable person that, uh, that the world is so desperately needing right now. We don't need men who are completely unhinged. We need men who are in integrity. We need men who are we need men who are who are stable. We need men who have a, a ferocity about them, but know how to control it. Uh, and that's going to be a huge part of you know where we go as a society going forward. Are we going to emotionally react to everything, or are we going to have a, a calm and and a reasoned reaction to everything as a society? And that societal changes happen at the individual level. And um, that's I'm trying to influence society in my own way at my own individual level and um i hopefully can continue to do uh, uh do that and do that well here going forward uh so this is uh, the discovering masculinity podcast episode number 10 of my rebirth season i'm gonna keep this going here uh hopefully having some uh, good guests coming on here a little bit later on and then uh, you know doing some more of these types of episodes where i'm talking myself so i hope hope you enjoyed it again this was a shorter episode but um if you do have feedback for me always uh, a like share and subscribe uh my new website is up discoveringmasculinity.com uh, you can reach out to me directly via email john j-o-h-n at discoveringmasculinity.com. Uh, also, you can find me on social media. I'm on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Links to all those social media pages will be in the show notes. But uh, uh, once again, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, spreading the word. And uh, I wish you all Godspeed in your continued growth and your own masculine journey. And uh, if you're a, a woman listening to this podcast, first off, thank you. And uh, I wish you well in your own feminine journey. Uh, Again, I am John Waltz. This is the Discovering Masculinity Podcast, and I will talk to you all next time.